Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of The Realistic Marketer with me, Natalie Chappell, your host. I get it. Digital marketing sounds just a bit complicated. A sort of up there and over my head idea. The word itself doesn't really help to explain what it is either, so a lot of small business owners are left feeling confused as to what it is and how it can benefit them. Even my friends and family, as much as they wholeheartedly try, don't fully understand what I do for a living and how it benefits businesses. If asked at a family do or at the local shop, my nearest and dearest family members often refer to my business as something on the web in inverted commas or I don't know, something to do with Google. They give it a good go to explain what my company does and they do a pretty good job. But to be fair, I don't think the industry makes it very clear what we as digital marketers do, why we do it and the impact it has on businesses. So I thought I'd try and demystify it for you and for my family and friends as the industry is clearly something that needs to be made clearer for you to understand. I wanted to start this podcast podcast off with this episode because I wanted you to fully understand what you're getting into, what I'm going to be talking about, the subject matters I'm going to cover and how you can use it to move the needle forward in your business. So let's get us started. The first thing we're going to look at is what is digital marketing? In simple terms, digital marketing has the same exact goal as as traditional marketing leaflets, brochures, TV ads, and radio ads. The purpose is to get the word out there about your business and ultimately drum up more sales. The difference between traditional and digital marketing is that digital marketing is done using the tools and tips that the internet offers instead, hence digital. Digital and traditional marketing basically try and achieve the same thing, but have different methods of doing it. The theory behind digital marketing is that a number of people are using the internet to discover new products and services. And this number has grown significantly when compared to traditional methods such as leaflets, newspapers, and TV ads. As such, businesses are beginning to create plans for how to use digital marketing to reach these people on these platforms and make them aware of their products and services. This is where I come in. I help businesses use the internet to raise awareness, build authority and trust, demonstrate expertise and ultimately get more sales from the internet. There are many different tools and ways of achieving that goal and my business focuses on the three key areas I believe are genuinely the most worthwhile. These are SEO, which I'm going to explain in a little while, social media and pay-per-click advertising. Now don't worry if these words just sound like words and you don't understand fully what they mean yet because I'm going to cover that in this next section. So let's start with the first aspect then, SEO. Now SEO stands for search engine optimization. So let's say you're on holiday in Leeds and you fancy an Italian meal out tonight with your partner. 
as you're in a new city that you've perhaps never been to before, you aren't sure where to go to have a decent meal. Chances are you grab your phone, you go onto Google and you type in best Italian restaurant in Leeds or something of the like straight into Google. Now the SEO bit comes in when you realize that the restaurant at number one on that page didn't just appear there by chance. They did it using SEO. They have employed an SEO manager to do their SEO for them so they show up. Google created an algorithm years ago to basically decide which website and therefore which company they thought ought to be at number one. It takes into account over 200 ranking factors that have never been released to the public and they get amended almost monthly to keep up with the latest decision-making factors, i.e. reviews, images, etc. These ranking factors help determine which websites get to the top and which websites never make it onto page one. To experience SEO professionals, the essentials may stay constant. They always stay the same. The emphasis on which of the ranking factors may change month to month, but the core elements of SEO stay the same. I consistently and carefully make sure all of my clients' websites adhere to the Google published guidelines and best practices, meaning we stick to the essentials and get them right month on month, and I amend our strategy as to which factors Google's algorithm is getting more authoritative or gaining more influence around. So the strategy stays the same, we do the same things every month, great things to get the website moving, but we add in the extra factors that Google has decided to put a further emphasis on each month, which change. This way, the website favors the algorithm, helps beat the competition and gets to the number one listing with the theory that people will click on the number one listing first, which is my client, and visit my client's restaurant instead of their competitors. So that's SEO at play. Using special techniques to get your website onto the first page of Google, and when people search for what you do, the services on the products that you provide, you are visible, you are showing up, and you are most likely to be clicked on and get that potential visitor on your site rather than your competition. Clients pay SEO managers like myself to do this for them, to take a weight off their shoulders and because they know, I know those ranking factors like the inside of my shoe and I can deliver a service that is going to meet those requirements for them so they can focus on what they do best. The next thing that my business concentrates on is social media. Facebook and Instagram are now hugely important to our day-to-day lives. We obsessively check them at least three times a day and we have a little scroll through our news feeds. When the TV adverts come on, say we're watching our favourite TV programme on the TV, we pick up our mobiles and flick straight on through Facebook. That is ultimately where our attention is. It goes from the TV screen to our mobile device. So as a business owner, you need to be focusing your marketing attention on that mobile device and the platforms people are using on that device. 
which are more often than not social media platforms such as Facebook. The way of doing this ensures you get maximum eyeballs on your products and services and get maximum chances of making that sale. As a social media manager myself, I can set up companies' social media accounts for them completely from scratch. I can post updates regularly on their behalf and I engage with prospects that are commenting and sharing the page. So I help to foster the relationships that businesses have with their customers on social media from discovery to purchase and to recommendations and referrals. I make sure that you are making a big impact on social media and that you are consistently performing and showing up, being visible to the eyes and ears of your potential customers on those platforms. The next element of my business is pay per click advertising, also called PPC. This form of marketing means you literally only pay when someone actually clicks on your advert, hence pay per click. Pay per click essentially falls under two main categories here with me and at my company. Facebook ads number one, Google ads number two. There are many others available in the marketplace like Twitter ads and LinkedIn ads, but I stick with what I genuinely personally believe works. Facebook and Google. Facebook ads offer the ability for a business like yours to advertise its products and services to a specific group of people. For example, if you were selling wedding flowers and your business is happy to travel a maximum radius of 40 kilometers from your shop in Reading, you can target people who live in Reading with a 40 kilometer radius around that location, have recently gotten engaged and or friends of couples who have just gotten engaged and are currently looking at wedding venues and wedding planners, aka getting their wedding planning going already, and serve them an advert promoting your beautiful wedding floristry service to those exact people. Now, this often happens for a fraction of the cost of a traditional newspaper ad. With a newspaper ad, you cannot guarantee the type of person reading that ad and you can't calculate your return on investment easily. But with Facebook ads, you have precise targeting of your exact perfect client and a lot of data to measure your return on investment and make sure it's working for you and your business. Google AdWords, on the other hand, offers the chance to advertise your business directly to people already searching for what you sell. Facebook ads is delivering ads to people that have previously liked or engaged with content similar to yours and are likely to want to engage with your content because they meet the criteria you've set out in your ad. Think of it as planting the seed of an idea that they might be interested in what you provide as they are scrolling through their newsfeed. You're popping the idea into their head. Google Ads, however, gives you the chance to advertise your business to people who are already searching for what you sell. They've already typed it into Google, that is what they're looking for, that is what they want. You only pay each time your advert is actually clicked on and you're only paying for the clicks from genuinely interested people who are looking for what you do already and who are ready to take action. You can target a specific regional location and you can make changes as the campaign goes along. 
Again, this type of marketing is relatively easy to measure return on investment and can be targeted very well. I typically find that Google Ads works very, very well for niche industries or niche locations. Facebook Ads is a little bit more broad in terms of the industries it serves and the locations it serves, but Google Ads offers that narrow focus if that's what your business does. I hope this has helped to demystify the world of digital marketing for you and what we as digital marketing managers can do for your business. The whole point of the industry is to get more people aware that you and your company exists. That is our goal. We are then aiming to present the brilliant reasons why your dream client should buy from you to get you more sales. I love what I do in my business and I get a real buzz when I see things really moving forward for clients, them ringing me up to say they've had X amount more inquiries this month, that their website traffic is through the roof and I love to chat with them about their business goals and be part of the journey to achieving them. If you want to contact me and find out a little bit more about what I actually do in a little bit more detail, I'd love to speak with you. Feel free to email me, Natalie, that's N-A-T-A-L-I-E, at zestformedia.com. Look forward to catching you on the next podcast, guys. Take care.